Hello, beloved. This message, this transmission is relevant to right now, but also relevant to all moments. And it is about the experience that we have in our humans of seeking the next thing, feeling the next thing coming into our, aware, our awareness and creating kind of that vision or calling in that vision of the next thing and then trying to move towards it. And the way in which when we get it, it we then start to notice the things about what we thought we wanted that don't quite fit or aren't quite correct. And then we sort of, okay, what's the next thing? And we kind of keep hopping from the next thing to the next thing to the next thing, which is both a really fun experience when we're doing it from a place of like, ooh, and the next thing to create, and ooh, the next thing to create, and ooh, the next thing to create, which is truly that create, transmit, that create, transmit, design, make, call in the vision, bring it into form, make it occur, and then go on to the next thing that is actually a key part of our nature. So it can be very desirable, but there can come a point where it's like, mm, it's not working. That doesn't feel right. Why? What's going on? And a sense of Which I, don't, I can't think of the word that I want. The, the, okay, so this may relate to, I'm going to use the example of the idea of I want to go move to another place. I have this vision for where I want to be living, where I want my home, what I want my home to look like, or the property that I'm on to look like, or the community that I'm in to look like. I have this big vision because many of you have these extraordinary visions for, for where you want to be physically in your home environment, what you want that to look like. And so there's lots of movement towards bringing that into happening or frustration when it's not happening. And then when, when you're trying to get clarity, I often am talking to people where it's like, I'm trying to get clarity. I don't have clarity about this or what this should look like because I have contradictory ideas in my vision about just to keep it in the home example, although this could be true around something that you're writing, something, some artwork that you're making, something in your business that you're creating or your new business that you're trying to, to pull together where you're sort of like, I have these different ideas and I don't know how to reconcile them, but I, but I want them all right. Like, Oh, my vision of my home that is on the ocean and my vision of my home that is on the mountain and my vision of my home that is on the lake and my vision of my home that is on the river and my vision of my home that is in the meadow and my vision of my home that is in the trees, in the forest. And I want all of these things simultaneously. And so then I start to kind of hone in on like, all right, where's the perfect geographic location where I could somehow have all of these things. And, and I, and I'm really starting to look for that and find it, etc. Right. And, and then perhaps along the way, some cool, crazy, interesting kind of miracle occurs, 
time collapses and some future component of your living experience shifts. And now you're living in a situation that is radically cooler and different than what you ever thought would truly actually be possible for you. Now, maybe you've imagined that coolness or maybe you've imagined even cooler, but honestly, if you went back in time to your earlier self and said, Hey, this is going to be your circumstance. And your earlier self would be like, that sounds great, but I don't see a pathway to get there. Right? So, but once you're there kind of, and you sort of settle into and normalize into this new cool thing that you've created and called in, or that's been given to you, however you want to think about that. You start to notice the little pieces of it that don't work for you, right? Like, oh, I wouldn't do it this way, or I would set it up that way, or if I could do it from scratch, it would look like this, or la 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 la. We're sort of picking on it a little bit, and we have this frustration around why, why you know, am I looking for perfection? How do I relax into what I have and enjoy it as it is? And we turn this kind of inner uh, narrative on that is sort of negative towards self sort of like, why can't you just be happy with what you have? You have so much more than you had before or that others have or blah, blah. At the same time, you're still having these different kind of visions for all these different things you want to create or experience. And again, I'm just using the home as an example. It's not about home. Uh, it's just the example that keeps coming in around this at this time. Um, and so then what I, what I, the reason that this is coming up is that you may find that what's actually going on when you have these multiple competing or seemingly competing visions is actually a deeper level of integration of your cosmic self into your human. And as a result of that, you're having, if you will, kind of bleed throughs or increasing transparency between your human self and your other lives that your cosmic being is having. Your cosmic being sits at the center of a sphere of life and around the sphere are the many sort of bubbles in a, uh, in a flower of life pattern, but the 3D that all, each of those little bubbles represents experiences or lives um, that your cosmic being is having at this exact moment because time is a sphere, time is not a line. We experience here in this physical realm time as a line, but it is your cosmic self is experiencing it as a sphere sitting at the middle and able to access any of the points along time that it wants and experiencing them simultaneously is that pan-dimensional nature, that multi-dimensional nature that I've spoken about many times. And so the kind of the transparency is increasing, the opacity is reducing between you in your human self and these other lives, these other experiences. And as a result, you're accessing, you're starting to kind of access these other experiences and your mind wants a mental model and interprets it and decides, oh, this is the vision of what I want to create for myself, or this is my future self giving me this vision or blah, blah. And so then you start working towards it, but you can't work towards all of these because they're all happening in different ways and shapes and places. And, you know, many of them may not even be on earth. Many of them may not even be human. Many of them may be in entirely different realms, entirely different dimensions, entirely different 
um, uh, you know, places in space time, etc. And and so instead of moving outwards into, if you will, action or seeking to create these outside as external circumstances, if any of this is resonating, and even if it's not, honestly, come into your center and get still in your center. Think of that, that sphere of life that I'm describing, your cosmic self is at the center of, go be there in the center of you, at the center of your cosmic. And the reason that you get to be at the center of your cosmic right now, instead of just one of the many bubbles, is because of the work happening in this particular human life of the integration of the cosmic and the original into the human. Come into that center. Come into that stillness. And open and remove your mind to the back. And let these experiences just be what they are. And let the, let the clearing the transparency increasing between you and those experiences, just let it happen. Don't try to make it happen. Don't try to push for it to happen. Don't try to seek into like, oh, now I need to hear and know the story of that life and that life and that life and that life and that life. Just let it be. And be inside at the center of yourself Instead of seeking outward, seek in. And in the center, getting very still and calm and quiet, you will be able to experience a knowingness about what is it in this human trajectory that you are on that is going to provide the highest good for yourself and all involved. And where there is aligned action to be considered, to be implemented on in support of that, you will hear and know what that is. And remembering that action is the amplifier of your resonance. Be thoughtful and mindful about where you are taking action and from what state of resonance that is occurring. And yes, your emotional state can be relevant to your resonance. Yes, your thoughts can be relevant to your resonance. And your thoughts and your emotional state can be very ephemeral. They can move around quite a bit like the weather. But your resonance can hold true when you build the muscle for that and can quote-unquote weather the storm of your thoughts and your emotions as they come and go. Don't allow yourself to have incomplete or inverted teachings about manifesting or law of attraction to be weaponized against yourself 
with the story of, oh, my thoughts are racing and I was thinking this bad thought. Now I'm going to create that and, you know, I'm the worst. This is just not correct. And the inversion, people ask me sometimes, what do I mean by inversion when I use that word sometimes? And so what I mean by inversion is just simply really the dictionary definition of the word, that the thing is turned upside down or inside out, that the thing is reversed from what it is. And so I talk about the inversions um, that are kind of in place in many different ways. Um, and so in this particular you know, uh, moment of conversation, it's that inversion uh, around how the magnetizing forces of your resonance, of your energy, shape and organize matter within and around you. It's a much more complex thing than most people teach, but not complex in a kind of like chemistry nerd way where it's like, oh my God, it's going to take me 20 years and I re need to read 5,000 textbooks. It's not about that. It's about, it's complex. It, like it doesn't lend itself to being described in words. It's an experiential wisdom that as you keep on expanding and tending to your radiance, which is the best way to support your resonance, to continue to expand or to grow or to be higher or shinier or brighter, whatever you, however you want to think about that. It is, and then the experience just happens. And then from the visceral embodied experience of it happening, you, oh, now I know what she means by that, right? Like it's, it's not teachable. And this is why this is one of the reasons why I always say the age of the guru is dead and you must go within to learn these things. Now there are many who can provide kind of activations or openings or guideposts that can support you in this process. But, and, and I'm one of many of those people and that doesn't make any of those people, including me better than you or knowing more about you than you know about you. That's another sort of inversion that we've been living with for a very long time. This idea of the hoarding of wisdom, the hoarding of knowledge. Um, and we do this in our religious structures and in our spiritual structures, and we do it in our societal structures as well. And we see this kind of privileging or prioritizing of specialization of knowledge. And there's many gates to get through to get there. Right. Um, think about our, our legal system and, you know, the kind of the high priests of the legal system in terms of the justices, the judges, the, the lawyers and all of the hoops that they go through in order to be kind of ordained to be able to kind of hold and access and then dispense this quote unquote knowledge or wisdom. Um, same thing. We see this in religious structures as well. Who gets who's allowed to come to the inner circle? There's always a sense of a circle with inner concentric rings and you always feel like you're not quite at the center and you're seeking to get into the center in order to be accepted or included because this is how your human biology is designed with its old evolutionary imperative to be included in order to be safe. But 
In fact, you are the center for you. The center of everything that you are and came here to be is in you and can't be found through any other. So what I want to really encourage you, if you're feeling any sense of impatience or frustration or kind of doing the nitpicky, picky, picky perfectionist thing around like, oh, this aspect of my life isn't or business or whatever, because business is part of life. So this aspect of my life isn't working for me right now, or I wouldn't have done it this way. And like, why did the builders make this house like this? You know, that kind of a thing where you're sort of like, mm, and you're kind of constantly like, where's the next thing? Where's the next thing? Where's the next thing? And, and shout out to all of my gifted family, because you have this times 5,000, because the inner drive to create, transmit, to have all the things or experience all the things and to kind of have these multiplicity of visions happening to you all the time, coming into you all the time is just so much stronger, so much greater, um, and can be really, really tough to handle. And we can get into this kind of frustration or even depression around, I can't direct the fire hose of my imagination or the fire hose of my brain's uh, ability to come up with a million ideas or the fire hose of just all the visions that are coming in. However, I decide to think about where or how those are coming through. I can't handle that fire hose. And what I want you to, to, to consider is the idea that the more you are sourcing outside of yourself, the mechanisms and the understandings the tactical and the mental model about what is the fire hose actually trying to bring through, the harder it will be to handle that fire hose. And the more the fire hose, the force of it will just flop you around instead of you being able to kind of corral it. And there's really no better feeling in my experience than that feeling of when you feel how big and strong and intense the fire hose of what is wanting to come through and be created through you and being able to come into intentional honoring and holding and strength of holding that fire hose to corral it in the correct direction for what is wanting to come into form to come into form it feels so good. It's like the best feeling. And as you continue to expand and grow your resonance, and as you continue to expand and grow with your neurobiology and your ability to kind of handle these things, the, the fire hose gets bigger and then you can create, you know, you want to corral that to create in bigger ways. So what you may be feeling these days is you may be feeling this kind of restlessness and what I want to encourage you is to seek within around that restlessness. Is that restlessness truly, and it may be, but is it truly about these external stories, these external things that you've decided are what you're restless about? I need the new this, the new that, the new the other thing. I need to change this. I need to fix that. I need to blah, 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 that are external in some way. Or maybe you're just feeling the impact within your biology, within your cellular structure of these incredibly intense, if you will, cosmic energies stimulating your 
your being at the particle level to essentially move faster, to entrain to that faster, higher energy. And that feeling of your being entraining to that faster, higher energy is making you antsy. And then you need to make a story about it. And so the story is, oh, I got a blah, 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 blah with the house or with the job or the boyfriend or the girlfriend or the, the you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Need the new car, need the new blah, blah, need to write the new book, need to, it doesn't, whatever the thing is, it doesn't matter. And and it's, and if, and so maybe you can choose another story. Try on this story. Oh, it's just my biology. It's just excited. My biology is in training to this higher resonance. It's an upgrade and I'm excited about it. And I want to go into kind of the eye of the storm at the center of me where I can find that calm place and let all the wildness keep being wild and keep doing its thing within me. And I'm going to go into that center. I'm going to put a song. I'm going to link to a song that I think is a really beautiful song for this vibe right now. Um, I think it's called Hold Yourself. And those of you who know me well will know that will know this song because I recommend it all the time to people. I'm looking it up right now. Um, yeah, it's called Hold Yourself. Um, and, uh, and you won't have heard of it because they're not well-known. I don't think they've ever done anything other than this one album, which I, I love. It's a beautiful, just divinely useful, incredible gift of an album. So I'll put a link to that in the notes here for you. And... Um, yeah, and just to really learning how to hold that inner center stillness with that incredibly busy, activated, speeding up, accelerating everything else within you and around you. That is actually, I think, the work right now. To kind of be able to handle that both and kind of be with it. And the knowingness that guides your actions before your highest actions comes from that center. It doesn't come from the busyness. It doesn't come from the stimulation of those energies exciting your material uh, being to entrain and organize itself in a different way to match with that. That's just its own thing. Let it just be. I hope that makes sense. Okay. So there's just so many things that I wish that I could share with you, but I don't really have words for most of them. I'm going to end with describing this really beautiful experience that I had the other day that I feel will support in some way. A year ago, I briefly visited this river kind of up towards as you're moving up into the North Cascades that really spoke very loudly to me and was like, you will come and spend a lot of time here. And in that same area, there were several um, uh, kind of net, there was like a large network of a particular kind of tree network uh, energetically that was also speaking very loudly to me. And the other person who was in the car with me was also experiencing that as well. And it was a really beautiful experience. We were going through that area to go to another place and we didn't have time um, to really go and be in that 
experience. And also I felt that it was okay. I would come back. Uh, and I often have the experience of being called to go to physical places and have this kind of like kind of codes or energies sort of drop in as I'm on the road, this sort of road codes is my kind of joke around that. Um, and so anyway, so the other day I was unexpectedly told like, nope, we're not going to do the normal, you know, stuff today. We're going on a little road trip. And so I went out to this place and was looking for where's the place to kind of hang out to be with the river and found a little spot and it was a beautiful experience. And I spent the whole afternoon there and, um, and I couldn't wait to get into the water because um, I just knew that it was going to be much colder than where the lake temperature is now, um, which is getting probably around 60 Fahrenheit. Um, which is still too cold for most people, but is it's delightful for a longer swim, but not quite. There's a something that my body really likes about the much colder exposure as well. So anyway, so I was really excited about it, and I have to tell you the colors were just incredible. Oh my God, all the blues and the greens were blowing me away. They were so gorgeous. It was unbelievable, and it was a beautiful sunny day. It was un, it was just incredible all around. So I get into the water. And it's this incredible experience of the river and the mountains. So the river and the mountains, so the, the water comes down from the mountain. And we often talk about the river and the mountain separately and energetically feel them separately. But this experience of being in the river and while I was in the river, I was viscerally feeling the mountain and the point of the river that I was on, just in case somebody's going to bring this up, I was not on the mountain at all. The mountain was way, you know, off away and it's really a mountain range, but I was hearing it as mountain, which is how I often hear large kind of like stone, mountainy, whatever you want to hear it, uh, like beings, even though there, there's lots of mountains, it's just, if they're all together, it's just mountain, right? And I just kind of hear it that way. It's a very still voice. And I could feel it as I was in the river water. And I just, I don't think that I'm doing this justice at all in the words, but it was so powerful. And what I want is for you to be able to, to, to feel within yourself the river flowing and the strength and stillness of the mountain at the same time. And to be able to feel that within you is what I'm trying to describe earlier. This, this, that they go together. We don't just have the river. We also have the mountain. The mountain without the river isn't as fun either. It's the two of them together and they're within you. Feel that. I hope that opens something in you. Hmm. All right. I love you. Thank you for your light in the world. Keep tending to your radiance. Also, before I sign off, I keep forgetting that I'm doing this now. Uh, I am making the Founder Codes Complete Library available as a digital resource for you. Um, and I'm doing some special celebrating uh, of, I'm coming into the fifth year, five year anniversary of Off the Map with Melanie, my business. 
and I'm celebrating that. That's at the end of July, and I'm celebrating that in various different ways um, with various gifts. And so, um, uh, releasing various materials as digital materials for people to access on their own is one part of that. Um, some special gift uh, uh, pricing on those is part of that, and some other pieces as well. So, enjoy, enjoy, and uh, keep on expanding within your inner self your your inner energy your inner awareness your inner access to your knowing and then bringing out into the world in whatever form what the correct uh next highest coolest thing is that you are here for creating and transmitting yourself love you